Yeah, what's going on? What's going on? This is another episode of The Perspectives of a Cancer. I'm your host and show creator, Jalen Harris. Today's episode is going to be called Moving On After Death. Not like uh, Life After Death by Big Notorious. Um, but uh, yeah, this episode is going to get a little deep. Um, I'm going to dive kind of into, I guess, my personal feelings about death. My, you know, how I've dealt with certain people that have passed away in my life and you know, even being around, you know, friends um, that have gone through, you know, similar situations or their own particular set of deaths. Um, and just overall, like how difficult it is, but how it's also important that you have to live your life at the same time and the balance between the two. Um, so, I mean, I'll start with it. I guess my personal experiences around death. Um to be honest, I haven't experienced like a ton of death in my life around me, um, which I'm, you know, obviously I'm thankful for. Uh, but, you know, the ones that have happened, those are the ones that obviously you remember because they were so, they were so few or fewer. Um, I remember being as a kid, um, I think I was at the time I was around like five and six. Um, I might have been like, no, actually like six or seven, but either way, like I was very young and the first death that I could, um, really go back to and remember is the death of my grandmother. Um, that was, that was a tough one. I think, uh, at that time I couldn't really grasp everything. Obviously I'm a little kid. There's no way I can grasp every, you know, grasp everything, you know, that, that really happened. Um, I remember it was one night I was sleeping in my room and I heard crying. I heard crying and I could tell it was coming from my mother's room, but I wasn't sure like what was going on. So I woke up out of my bed. I got up, I walked, I opened the door slightly. And again, I'm, I'm hearing panting, crying and all this. And I'm like, what's, you know, so I walked, you know, down the hall to my mother's room and I see my father, you know, my mother and my father. And um, I ask, you know, what's going on? What's wrong? You know, and my mother's just breaking down in tears. And I remember my dad, you know, telling me like, you know, my grandma had passed away. Uh, And instantly I start crying and I'm breaking down and I don't really remember the rest of that that night, but I just remember that moment, you know. And um, it was it was a tough one. I think uh, obviously, you know, in most you know black households, black families, grandmas are the they're the backbone of the family. They're the ones that are the caretakers. They're the one that you know you you, <laughs> you need a shoulder to cry on. You need you need advice. You need you need that extra money that your parents don't give you. You need you need anything or something. You know that's. That's just who they are. That's just they're just naturally supportive and giving people. Um and yeah, that was uh that I remember at that time just the times I remember seeing her. because um, back then I uh she was, you know, mostly I think um in the bed a lot. You know, she wasn't mobile. Um, could get around, but it wasn't it wasn't mobile a lot, you know. And I remember me, my me, and my mother used to drive to Brooklyn to go visit her, and uh, it used to it used to put a smile on my face to see grandma. 
Like, again, and, and one thing I do hate, though, about myself, I don't hate it. It's just looking back, uh, I hated as a kid that I always was looking to go to Brooklyn to go visit my cousins. I was like, oh, I want to go see my cousins in Miami and Jordan. I want to, you know, hang with them. And that was like my main goal every time I went to Brooklyn was to go see, was to go see them, show my cousins. And I never could appreciate, like, my grandmother while she was here. And I think that's just one of the biggest regrets of my life. But, I mean, granted, as a kid, you can't really manifest that emotion. You can't really say, okay, you know, you just can't. I, like, again, I was like five, six years old. Like, I just no way, you know. And, um, but, I mean, granted, when I did, you know, when I did go walk into grandma's house, it was always good to see her. You know what I'm saying? Always good to make sure that she was okay. She was doing, you know, doing good and. Um, you know, you can always appreciate that. And I, I, I do remember seeing her in a hospital before she passed. And, uh, yeah, that was a tough one. I think just for, you know, my mom and, and, you know, the rest of the family, uh, it was, it was a tough one. And I remember the funeral and just a lot going on, um, around that time. And, uh, but, you know, granted, you know, I wouldn't say that the family has moved on, but the way that we've grown together and the way that we we rebounded and the way that we, for years, was able to have, you know, family gatherings, whether it was for my grandmother, whether it was just for, you know, a, a certain holiday, Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever the case may be, the way, the love that we all have for each other is just, is just amazing. You know what I'm saying? And we never kind of like took five steps back. We kind of just kept pushing and we're still who we are today. You know what I'm saying? Like the love I have for my family is just, is just amazing, you know? But, you know, again, certain people process death and, you know, more than others, depending on the relationship with the particular person and how much you involved with them, the memories you have with them. Again, at that age, I couldn't really remember a lot, you know. I only been on earth for less than 10 years. So, I mean, granted, people people probably had more memories than me than I had with them, you know. So, even then, like, it, it's still hard for me to process my grandmother passing away because I wish I had more memories with her, you know what I'm saying? I wish I had more time with her. I, w- I wish I was able to appreciate the, the moments with her and really be like, okay, like I could hold on to these things forever and I can't cuz I just wasn't old enough, you know. Um but I'm pretty sure, you know, my grandma had, you know, memories with me. I'm pretty sure, you know, again, I know it was tough, more tough for the people around me. Um, you know, my aunts, my uncles, my mother. I know it was very tough for them. Obviously, they that was their mother or that was, you know, uh, it, it was a very important, you know, person in, in their in their in their life. So it was. Uh, it's still tough, honestly. It's still tough. But again, you got to move on. Um, not move on. Can't forget. But more, just you have to continue with life. Um, now, fast forward to. I think the next one I probably had that was very important to me was. Uh, I think my first year of college, my first year of college, my, my my mom had a coworker that she became very close with. Still, that retired even, I think even before, when I was in middle school or high school. But 
she worked with my mother for years and they just became very close. And her husband was someone that I became close with. Like, um, his name was Harmon. Um, he was a cool dude. You know, he always would talk his, talk his ish, you know what I'm saying? But he would always be a jokester. And, uh, I remember, I remember my, my freshman year, I was, you know, chilling in, I don't know where I was at. I think I was in my room and my mother had told me, um, he passed away and it was just like, damn, I remember I just got sad and cause we used to, I, well, me and my mom used to go visit them after she retired and we used to go visit them and, you know, my mom and her coworker would, you know, they'd be talking for hours and I'd be chilling with Harmon, me and him watching TV. Um, I think probably he was around like seven, maybe like 70 around that time. Um, I'm just, you know, giving a guess. And, uh, yeah, we would talk, we watch TV, joke, laugh, eat. And, uh, yeah, this, this is over the years, you know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was an unexpected one because I know he was going through some complications and it just it just sort of happened somewhat out of nowhere. And I remember the first visit, I remember the first visit back to her co-worker's house. And like I said, I used to watch TV with him. So, you know, they were older, they were an older couples. So they had, you know, these, these foldable chairs. So he had one, one chair to one side of the room and he had one diagonal right across from it. And I used to sit in one, he used to sit in the other, we used to watch TV. And I remember the first time I visited visited the house and I looked at the chair and it was just dead empty. And I just I just remember sitting in, in, in my chair and I, I I swear I was about to break down and cry. And I was just like, because it was so weird just not being able to see him like one last time or just be able to talk to him. And I'm looking at this chair and I... I, I could barely hold back my emotions. I was I held it back, but it was just like it was so tough. It was just like it was um and that was a that was a rough moment. And it, you know, eventually I, it got easier and easier um as I was able to um you know go there time and time again when I could. Um, but every once in a while, you know, I just stare at that chair and I just like I'm like damn, like you know, that was a sad that was a sad um that was a sad time. And uh, and I I think that's just the thing sometimes. Like, you know, even with my grandmother, right? Like, there are just certain moments where you're tough and you're like, I miss you. And, you know, you you go about your day. And then every once in a while, man, like, I, I would go visit my grandmother at my grace. Like, again, years. I'm older. I'm, you know, after just after age 20, I would go to my mother's, my grandmother's grace site and I would just break down in tears. I'll never forget one time. It was really like a couple of years ago. I was staring at, we all went to go visit her gravesite, and I remember just standing there, and I just literally was like breaking down in tears, and I got to the car, and I just, I, I lost it, I lost it all, I just was crying, my mother trying to console me, and she's not crying, and my mother usually cries when she goes visit, she even tears up a bit, but she wasn't even crying that day, I just remember I was, I lost it. And it was just so weird to me, I'm just like, I don't know what was coming over me, but it was so weird. And I, I, I don't know. Like it's just random sometimes. Like I said, like certain times I'm, I'm most times I'm strong, and then other times it's just like every once in a while it'll just creep over me. I just be like it's just a, a a grief of emotion. You know what I'm saying? And I just I just think that's just how you know you deal with death. Sometimes it's just like it's not always going to hit 
at a particular time. Sometimes it's going to hit you when you just, just randomly, you know what I'm saying? Um, and yeah, it's just, it's weird. Um, now granted, again, I said, you know, in the beginning, like I don't have a lot of deaths and in my entire life for the most part, but there was the amount of the most of majority of my deaths happened in one year, which was a crazy time, crazy time. 2016, the year I graduated college, um, a couple, I think it was either a couple weeks or a couple, a month, like less than a month after I graduated college, um, my friend quad died from high school and I was like, damn, that was a shocker. Now, me and Quad was very cool in high school. Like that was my homie. That was one of my, you know, one of my homies for real. But obviously I went to school, you know, at you know, I went to FDU, so I was away from home. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to, you know, you keep up with the ones that I grew up with, but then it's hard to keep up with everybody. Um, so at that time, like, you know, obviously I was at school, so I wasn't able to keep up with him. And and then I heard he had moved. Um, he had moved down south, I think. And um, but yeah, I remember I, I graduated, and I remember like just I don't remember how I even got the news. I don't know if it was Facebook or, or someone had t- texted me or called me. But I just remember you know hearing the news, and I was just like starstruck. I was like, oh, that was uh, that was so random. It was like what, like really. And uh, I didn't instantly cry, you know what I'm saying? But I remember, and this is what I'm saying, people process death differently. I remember we we pulled up to the um, the memorial service, and you know he had a he had an open casket, and see all the homies I haven't seen in a while. You know, we all in somber moods, but, you know, we're all trying to be in high spirit. I remember we was all sitting in the back. I seen people, other people out that, you know, I went to high school. I haven't seen in forever. And um, I remember we was all sitting in the back and I think they was doing row by row, you know, to go, you know, walk up to the casket, see him one last time. Up until that moment I didn't have I was obviously sad and heartbroken but I wasn't like overcome with the sense of like uh I don't know emotion and I I never forget I walked up to his casket I seen him in that John and I even like right now I could I could feel the same emotion kind of and it was just like I I I couldn't even keep myself together after that. I every tear, every emotion, every thing of sadness that I had, it just came out cuz I was like, yo, like when you see someone that was again, this is a person that I didn't see for the most part since I graduated high school, but even then when I've seen when he was alive and to see him in a casket like that, it was just like it was it was a crazy moment, and I just remember just breaking down, and I remember walking back to the chair, and I literally lost it all, and I couldn't even keep it together anymore, and I was so sad, and I was just 
crying like crazy. And I had, you know, a few of the homies was crying around me. And, um, yeah, it was, it was so sad, man. It was, it was, it it sucked. So then that was death number one of 2016. Death number two happened a couple weeks later. Another, a female, another, not female, another individual that I went to, I went to college with this time. He passes away. His name is Dre. This is a guy that, you know, was a friend of a friend. Um, one of my one of my first teammates back when I was a freshman in, at college, um, you know, was friends with him, and I met him through him, and uh, he became, you know, before you know we had our group of friends, you know, come together, you know, my freshman class, their sophomore class, and we all became best friends and all that. Um, you know, they they were best friends, and they you know they still continue to be best friends. Um, but he became a friend of mine. You know, he would he would cut my hair. Um, we would go to parties together. We would all hang out together. Um, you know, we all was in the same. We was always in the same group. So I got the news that Dre had passed away um, in a motorcycle accident. Uh, I think by I don't want to confuse one of the tunnels, Lincoln Tunnel or the Holland Tunnel. And I was just like, what the hell? And again, another shocking moment. Another one of those moments where it was just like, yo, what the hell just happened? Like, this is the second death I've had, you know? And again, I'm shocked off that one because I'm just like, that's freaking unfortunate. You know, to a guy that I just seen probably a couple weeks ago. Before I graduated to now, he's he's gone. It's just like, it's weird. So then, that's death number two. Then around the same time, um, I lost my cousin. I lost my cousin to, he was murdered. And, um... And uh yeah, that was rough. Um you know what I'm saying? We we called him we called him Day Day. Um He uh yeah, he was murdered and it was uh that was rough for the family. Um again, you know, when you hear murdered and you know, you you really don't know how to grasp that. You know, the accidents happen, but when someone when someone else took their life, it's just like now you have a whole bunch of emotions. You're you're sad, you're angry, you're you you're just uh you're going through a lot of different things. Um obviously a funeral happens. Dre's funeral didn't happen until, you know, much later. But you know, my cousin's happen my cousin's funeral happens and Again, the family comes together. Um, my uncle, who was his father, you know, we have to keep strong for him, and he's trying to keep strong. And 
you know, it's just it was just a rough moment. And I remember I don't even to be honest, I don't even think I walked up to his casket. Because I think at that point I was like my second. That was either my second or my third um, funeral at that time. I don't. I, I can't remember if if Dre's or his came first or came first or second. But I just remember it right around that time. It was like the same around the same time. I had went to um. So I went to three funerals, you know, that summer. And yeah, I don't even remember if I even walked to his casket. I just remember being in the back. And at one point, I just cried, and I, 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 you know what I'm saying? I yelled, you know, they took my cousin, and my other cousin trying to make sure I was good, and I, I wasn't. I just wasn't. I, you know, I had a moment. Um, I'm very close to my family. I'm very, I don't care if we don't speak every day. Like, that's the type of person I am. Friends, family, close friends. Like, we don't have to talk every day, but if we just have, a, if I feel like we have a bond that's just insurmountable, it's just like, I don't, I don't care, like. The first time we talk or we reconnect, it's always going to feel like, this. you know what I'm saying, the same. You know what I'm saying? So I'm very close to my family. You know what I'm saying? My mother and my dad's side. And uh, it just was, yeah, that was crazy. Um, so fast forward a couple months. Um My great my great grandmother on my dad's side, um, call her mother. <laughs> she is in the hospital. But she's you know, she used to be with us in Jersey, in New York. Now she's down in in uh Georgia. So we go visit her in Georgia and um I took her we took pictures together. I remember forget I I might post a picture up. Um when I upload the episode, but uh, I think I posted it before. Um, there's a picture me and my other little cousin, um, and my great grandmother had a bottle of Henny. <laughs> she had a bottle of Henny. And we was all laughing when we took the picture, but it was so funny because mother was just mother was a character. Mother, mother would joke, laugh. She would drink. You know what I'm saying? Not like an alcoholic, but she just she was a, she was a clown. So she was dealing with dementia. So certain things she remembers, certain things she wouldn't. And uh yeah, that I don't know. Um when I got the news that she passed, it was I think I had but and and this is me speaking the truth. Um cuz mind you, this is the fourth person I've lost this year that I've been close to or associated with. At that point, I had become like numb because everything was so recent and back to back. It was just like, it's not that I didn't care. Obviously, I did. But I had been so used to hearing someone pass that year that it was just like, oh my gosh. The only thing that made me, that made this a little different was because she was my great grandmother and she was older. So I looked at it differently, like in a sense where. Okay, she doesn't have to deal with pain no more. She's she's free. You know what I'm saying? She's free. She doesn't have to deal with being in a hospital, being hurt, or dealing with what she's dealing with. So I'm like, I'm I'm glad that she's free of that. You know what I'm saying? That's how I looked at it. And I think that's how I was able to 
process her death a lot a lot easier than other people because again a lot of the deaths that I mentioned before were people um you know in that in that year were people around my age so it's like you know we all have a lot of life to live so it's like how you know it's a little different it hits a little hits home a little different um so with you know mother it was just like okay she's you know she doesn't have to deal with any complications anymore you know, I'm kind of at peace a little more now that she doesn't have to deal with X, Y, Z. She can just live her life in eternity and, and, you know, and in peace and hopefully in harmony. You know what I'm saying? And But it still was hard. I'm not going to lie. It still was hard. Um, And uh, even in 2021, like, it's kind of like a similar pattern. Like, but... It's it's weird because um I don't know. Like all right, let's, let's now let's just go overall. Let's not you know just talk about me. Um we've all dealt with death differently, you know, when it comes to our loved ones, the people that we admire, right? You think about Nipsey Hussle in 2019. Um that was a big one, you know what I'm saying because even I wasn't the biggest Nipsey Fossil fan, you know what I'm saying, from the beginning. But I knew what he meant. I knew what he stood for. And I especially I knew what he meant to Lauren London. And we all saw the like the manifestation of their relationship, the progression, and just how much he loved her and how much she loved him. So it's kinda like and then the way that he went out, it was just like how can someone from his own neighborhood take him out like that at his own place of business? I think that just made it more hard to accept because it was just like, damn, one of his his own took him out in a sense. You know what I'm saying? And it was a punk move. You know what I'm saying? It was a punk move. But that his death really impacted people all over the world. And it was just like, it was just very unfortunate. And it's, it's funny because I'm recording today on his birthday. Um, speaking of Nipsey, man, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle and happy birthday to him. Um, and then obviously 2020, 2020 was one of the craziest years, you know, and the funny, the funny thing about 2020, granted there were so many deaths when it came to COVID, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, Carl Anthony Towns' mom, you know, she passed away due to COVID and a lot of people's, you know, family members passed away to COVID, you know? Condolences to all of those that, you know, been impacted by it. Um, you know, my family has been impacted by it. Um, but, you know, thank God, you know, we, we made it through. Um, but, like, even the funny thing about 2020, like I said, was even the biggest deaths weren't even related to COVID. I remember, obviously, one of the biggest ones was uh, Pop Smoke. Um, when Pop Smoke died, um, it was like, damn. It was one of those moments where you're like, when you found out how he passed away, you was mad as hell. You was just like, dude had so much potential and he was growing. He was, he was putting himself in a position to be one of the great ones. And again, someone took his life being ignorant, being stupid, you know what I'm saying? But then it's like when you also find out the information of 
he possibly might have told on where his location was. You're kind of like, damn, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, like why'd I had to happen? Why'd you have to, you know what I mean? But, you know what I'm saying? People slip up, you know? And it's just unfortunate that, you know, his slip up led to his death, you know? Um, I think the one death that impacted me, um, well, there was another one, you know, obviously, Chadwick Boseman, a.k.a. Black Panther. Um, that was another one that was just like, wow. And that was later in the year. That was that was one that really, like, that sucked because he was pushing. He was fighting through for years of what he had. Didn't tell nobody. His inner circle kept it. Kept it in the circle. And that's that's important. You know what I'm saying? He had his close friends. He had his close, you know, family members. They kept that secret close and they kept it in the bud. And he was able to do all these different acting roles and, 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 and powerful acting roles and um, you know, for him to pass away the way that he did, it was just like, damn, bro, like there was no way way there was no way around it, you know what I'm saying? And and that sucked as well. Like I felt I felt sad for that one too. I think the one death that impacted me in twenty twenty the most though was Kobe and Gigi. Um, definitely I would say Gigi more than Kobe personally. Um, I remember when I got the, I remember when Kobe, well, when the first news came out and people was posting, Kobe, Kobe died in a, in a helicopter. I'm like, man, get out of here, bro. I'm, my mother's asking, yo, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. I'm checking, I'm checking, I'm checking the internet. Nothing's popping up. And then it popped on one of the news channels, like officially, officially that Kobe Bryant had passed away. And again, obviously I'm, I'm shocked. Cause this is Kobe Bryant we're talking about. This is a guy that obviously impacted millions over the world. You know what I'm saying? Was an icon. You know what I'm saying? This is Kobe Bryant. There's not much more I need to say. So then the news was coming out like, oh, they miss other people on board. You know what I'm saying? They was talking about Rick Fox and they were just naming people. And I'm like, yo, what's, like, what's up? So... When news broke out that Gigi was on board, I lost it. I I was so sad when I heard. Even now, I still, like, I could feel it, too. Like, again, like, I was so sad when I heard Gigi passed away because that girl was so young. You know what I'm saying? And granted, she did probably did so much in her years more than other people have done in their entire lives. But Gigi was so young. It was just like, damn, bro. Like, it scared the hell out of me. Because I don't really like flying. Right? I don't like getting on airplanes and being in the air. I mean, I'm willing to do it, obviously, to travel. Because I do want to travel. But I don't like flying. So the fact that they passed away the way that they did. And the fact that she was so young. It just scared the hell out of me. Because at that time, when I was 25... I ain't turned 26 yet. So it was just like, I'm looking at it from an age standpoint. I'm looking at it from just Gigi and not, you know, being able to become the woman that she was destined to become or was going to become. And um, when I heard her name, I was like, damn, that's just, it just sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, that really hurt. I ain't going to lie. That hurt me more than anything that she's not going to be able to 
live her life. Then I thought about it from just a standpoint of like their last moments together. And um how that how that moment was, you know what I'm saying? Like I can't imagine this Kobe trying to, you know, make sure Gigi is okay and because they know that they're most likely not coming out of this alive. And that last moment together is probably the scariest moment. You know what I'm saying? And I I don't know. That was that was a scary just thought that just popped in my mind. You know what I'm saying? But that one really hurt. I ain't gonna lie, Gigi. That sucked. Um and then in twenty twenty one, um, recently I've had, you know, a couple deaths around me. Or not well, deaths around me, but also just like people going through things, and you know, I, f- I feel bad. You know, one I lost a college, I told, like I lost a college friend, and Alexis Rodriguez. Um, you know, she passed away not too long ago. You know, someone I went to school with, someone I was I was cool with, someone I had class with, joked with, party with. Um, someone I knew since my freshman year. Um, you know, she passed away, um, recently, um, that was, that was, that was a shocker, because I didn't think she, I didn't think she deserved what happened to her, um, you know, she was such a heartwarming, you know, human being, and it just sucked, it just sucked at the way of what happened to her, um, and then recently, I just I just got some news. I mean, I, I don't want to put you know people's business out there, but you know, recently I just got some news that someone had lost their newborn baby, um, like newborn, like you know. And I can only imagine, like as a parent, like I hope no one really goes through something like that where you have a newborn baby and you lose them only, you know, a couple of weeks later and a couple of months later and. Um, you know, I, I send condolences and, and prayers to her. Um, you know, that was a friend of mine. That that is a friend of mine. Um, that went through that, and uh, I wish her nothing but Lord's grace. You know what I'm saying? On for real, because that's tough as a as a as a young parent. You know, you're thinking, you know, you want to watch your child grow, and you got so many ideas and how you want to raise them, and you're so excited, and then all of a sudden it's just taken away from you. Um, so I, I, you know, I wish them the best, but, you know, again, like, you know, dealing with death, you have to find ways to move on and and live with your life. Find ways to move on with your life and, and, and try to grieve it, um, as best as you can, you know what I'm saying? It's just... Things happen outside of your control. Things happen outside of your your aura, your energy, your zone. And you can't really... Certain deaths are going to hit more harder than others. But you can't stop living yourself because you would be doing them a disservice in a sense because they've, they can't live the life that they want anymore. And you... You're shortcutting yourself from living a life that you have. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can't they can't do anything anymore. They can't. They're not here. 
So what's your excuse? You can't, like, you're still here. You're still breathing. You're still alive. Your heart is still beating. Like, you have to live your life to the fullest in honor of them. You know what I'm saying? For those, for those that, that can't no more. It's a hard, it's a hard journey, but you got to just keep living, you know? Um, it's one of the hardest things to do. You know, even going through this episode, like, it just was, uh, it was just tough and rough thinking about all the people that I mentioned. And, um, you know, you think you're passive, but sometimes you're not. So, um, yeah, it's it's important to, like I said, just continue to try and live your life and, and find ways to be positive, find ways to live and remember, 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 I can't even say it, live in remembrance of them and uh, maximize your, your full potential while you're still here, you know? But anyway, um... That's it for today's episode. Uh, yeah. Stay tuned in. Stay positive and always stay blessed. Um, be grateful for the life that you have and continue to pursue the things that you want to um, while you still can. And always never forget those that impacted you and... Um, people that uh that you loved and the ones that are not here no more you know speak up for them and live for them and live for yourself catch y'all later